Hello and welcome to the K-Dog and Fish podcast. I am Fish. I'm K-Dog. And this is a podcast dedicated to our moronic ideas and reviews on everything from movies, TV, pop culture, and of course, Funko. So I hope you've been enjoying uh, these podcasts. Uh, for those of you listening, you can now subscribe, download, and listen to these on iTunes. There you go. Very, very impressive. We're very impressive people. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> now, quickly, this is um, episode eight. Uh, before we get into that, we uh, we want to talk about episode seven for a second, which was uh, dedicated to Aquaman, and we want to apologize, uh, not for the movie, because it was still garbage, uh, but... <laughs> No change of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> no change of hearts there. But I do want to, um, we want to say sorry to Jason Mamo, Mamoa. Mamoa. We yeah. were saying Jason Momo, yeah. which is not true. We were fact-checked by by Neil. I totally thought that was the way, well, it's whatever. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, My, we, uh, we could have looked it up, but still. Yeah. We yeah. liked him. We were complimentary about him. If you listen to the Aquaman uh, podcast, in episode seven, but we mispronounced his name. It is Jason Ma Mo Mo. Wait, you said Mamoa. 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 All right. So we apologize for that. Uh, but moving on to episode eight, before we do anything, I want to give people a chance to turn this off. Don't listen any further. There are spoilers. We are giving you fair warning. This entire podcast is dedicated to the juggernaut that just happened and opened last weekend, Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. So excited. We went to go see it, and we wanted to talk about it in great detail. But uh, in order to do that, we're there. obviously we're going to mention spoilers. So this is your chance, your spoiler alert. Stop what you're doing. Shut this off. Go watch the movie. And then, of course, come back and listen to this amazing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good system. <laughs> but we wanted to give people at least a good fair um, warning about spoilers. So with that being said, uh, before we even really dive into the movie itself, I wanted to talk about the box office. Yeah, I'm looking up some of that right now. Uh, I have a lot of it uh, memorized. Oh, um, but just for comparison for uh, Avengers Infinity War held the record for the highest uh, grossing opening weekend ever at 640 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. I think I'm right on that. And uh, I didn't fact check that. You didn't fact check that? No. And it ended up doing uh, going on to doing 2 billion worldwide by the time it was done. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of kicking around, you know, okay, how obviously Endgame is going to beat that, but by how much? And I was thinking maybe, okay, they did uh, $640 million opening weekend for Infinity War, uh, maybe $750 million uh, worldwide for Endgame. That was not what happened. They almost doubled it. It was 1.2? 1.3. No, 1.2 1. 1. 2. 1. 2, yeah. billion with a B. $1.2 billion opening weekend, almost doubling the record set by themselves last year with Infinity War. Just insane numbers. 350 domestic, is that right? 350 million domestic? Uh, Probably in that neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. 
just right around there. I'm looking it up right gross. now on Box Office Mojo that as of yesterday, domestic gross was four hundred and seventy three million. Wow. And then worldwide gross May second, one billion seven hundred and eighty five million seven hundred and ninety four just billion insane whatever, blah blah blah. To blah. do over a billion so one point eight billion dollars in basically a week. That's just that is a week, yeah. May second would be a week. Yeah. yeah. A week. One point eight billion in a week. So Yeah, we're going into yeah. weekend number two this week, and we should say we are recording this. It is uh, Friday, May third. Yeah. Uh, we will get this edited and up for for listening very soon. But for just a, a continuity here, yeah, we had just uh, we had opening weekend. We saw it on Monday, yeah. and we're recording this on Friday, May third. At this point, it just already has an insane amount of money going into yeah. weekend number two. Is it going to hit two billion by weekend number two? Uh, like by tonight. No, or by like, the end of the by weekend. the end of this weekend. Oh yeah, it'll be over two. It'll be over two for sure. Which is just crazy. Yeah, because oh, that's what be Infinity two, War sure. did. Yeah. all of when it was released last year. Yeah, it'll be over two by Monday. That's crazy for sure. It's an insane it's amount of money. It's at one point eight now. Like it's it's one point eight. One point eight billion right now. As, well, yesterday. Wow. And today it's what three o'clock. Yeah. So it's at one point nine billion. I think we were <laughs> <laughs> we were surprised how busy the theater was because we went we we tried to like obviously we don't want any spoilers we didn't want to go on opening weekend though because it's just insane but we couldn't wait too long so we thought oh a monday matinee yeah would be perfect and the place was packed yeah 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 it just i don't think it's gonna stop now here's the other kicker do you feel and we talked about this when we had our podcast about the most anticipated movies of the summer yeah uh, or I guess of 2019. Yeah, uh, we discussed that this movie, and then in December, um, the episode nine for Star Wars, which has now been named Rise of Skywalker. Right. Uh, we're going to jockey between the highest grossing films of the year. Yeah. However, with what Endgame is doing, do you feel it could finally crack the top two, which has been held forever by James Cameron? Uh, both films by James Cameron: Titanic and Avatar. Well, I, I said that I thought Star Wars was going to gross more than Avengers. Yes, and I, I, I argued and, that. And you argued that. So, as a Star Wars fan, I still argued so that. So, well, right now I'm kind of <laughs> second guessing. <laughs> Not quite. I mean, Star wait, Wars is going to earn. Wait till I gross see. We got to see the second trailer for Star Wars. Yes. Before we can really get ahead of ourselves. I mean, the first trailer was great. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I think that second trailer will tell us, okay. What is this going to do? Mm-hmm. It's now, I mean, where do we see Avengers landing at the end of this day? Like, are, is it going to land at 2.5 billion? Uh, that would make it the third highest grossing movie of all time. No, sorry. Uh, I'd have to look that up. As I, I think Avatar is 2.7 and uh, Titanic is around the 2.5. So, 2.5? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's it's gonna do more than that. I think it's gonna. Do, I think it'll be Titanic. Yeah. I don't know if it'll beat Avatar, but I think it'll become the second highest grossing movie of all time and knock James Cameron down a peg. He won't like that. <laughs> I won't have this. Well, there's another Avatar coming. I think there's multiple there's Avatars mul- coming. Multiple, yeah. They're yeah. shooting multiple in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not the massive Avatar fan. I mean, I I, I liked Avatar. Mm. I don't. 
uh, it doesn't. I mean, I'm, it's not. It made cr- uh, it's crazy. It's the money, highest grossing it's, movie of all it's time. It's not one of my top twenty-five picks or fifty picks in that yeah. matter. Like I just, I've. It's not something that I've. I'm looking for something to rewatch. Avatar is not on the top of my list. That's yeah, for sure. fair enough. Or anywhere in the near the top of my list. So. Well, now Infinity War. Movie, but, yeah. Infinity Wars in that top conversation they did over two anyone who does over two billion so force awakens mm-hmm. uh in infinity war titanic and um avatar mm-hmm. I, obviously this movie opening at 1.2 billion opening yeah. a weekend three days is clearly going to fit somewhere in that in that company yeah. but will it will this finally be the movie that takes out one of the James Cameron films will it be the highest yeah. grossing movie I guess of it's all, all time it's all based on 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 length yeah. uh, like how how long and how many times do people want to see it yeah cuz really it's going to start getting to to the repeat views right avatar was in the yeah. theater i think a, quite a while time oh, and i think a long lot of, time a lot of people saw it multiple times i mean i'm going to go see endgame again for sure yeah um me as well so i mean again i mean there will be multiple views but uh like what's we should have looked this up we did i did like no research for this podcast whatsoever oh uh, thanks yeah thanks. <laughs> i thought about doing research and <laughs> i had a coffee that but, stuff um, happened yeah. yeah what is the next uh i guess movie that's going to knock it off its throne um anytime soon What's, I mean, like, is there anything being released this week? I don't even know. Yeah, I look the, it up. I got I am. Well, I actually it did. Right we have our box office report that mm-hmm. we do each week, so I know uh, coming out this weekend is Long Shot, which I really want to see, which is the new Seth Rogen comedy. Oh, it looks funny, but that's not gonna. It's not gonna knock it. Yeah. No, of course, and that's you know I listed that in the box office report. There's mm-hmm. also um, there's one other. Oh, The Intruder with Dennis Quaid. So that's not going to happen either. I think that movie's been done. Probably it? about 7,000 times, yeah. Isn't it? I, I, I thought it looks like almost like, what's that, Lakeview Terrace with uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Samuel Jackson mixed in with something. I don't know. I think I've seen that before. That premise has been done a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think they're just trying to do a more modern version of it and uh, Dennis Quaid is playing the crazy person, mm-hmm. but... Um, it's in no way going to touch Endgame. I'd say the cl- next closest movie, while Endgame keeps running forward, is probably going to be the new Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm scrolling through it all right now, and I mean, we're talking Secret Life of Pets 2 is June 7th. Okay, so, so that gives it a full it's a month. a full month, right? Yeah. Um, you got the new Godzilla, May 31st. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll give it a run for its money. Um, Aladdin. Yeah, May twenty fourth. Um, I see. I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think don't so know. either. A dog's journey. No, with Dennis Quaid also, which I'm convinced this movie's been done three or four <laughs> times. The exact same movie. I don't understand how many times we need dogs to be reincarnated and blah 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 blah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. John Wick three, which I really want to see because I'm a John Wick fan. Now, could John Wick three be number one in the box office? When I don't it think comes so. Out? I don't. That's think so. also May thirty first. I think uh, May seventeenth. May so oh May so I think yeah. I think Avengers can probably still hold on to it because I still mm-hmm. think John Wick is almost like a a certain demographic film you know well, also like, uh, Endgame is PG thirteen and John Wick is clearly going to be a hard R hard R if you if yeah. you've watched any of the John Wick movies uh, like we have yeah. you will appreciate the violence like yeah. the up close gun battle see like it's that's what you watch john wick for there's zero yeah. plot to john wick no no he just super kills people. he just like, <laughs> he 
People like, are trying to kill him, and they clearly can't, and he yeah. just murders everybody. Yeah, and he just has no, like, he doesn't care. Like, it's just like, I have no worry. I will find more bullets. Yeah. Like, I don't have to worry about this. There's no... <laughs> He's I'll not, grab whatever's laying around. Yeah, he's yeah. not like, oh, you know what? I got to make sure I keep enough in the clip. He's got clips, trust me, because he's point blank range. He doesn't shoot you once in the face. He's gonna, he's gonna get you five or six. He's gonna uh, make sure you're super dead. Because it's such an R, I don't think it can have enough uh, no, I don't think to take either. number one. I don't think so. So let's Pikachu. say there's also Pikachu. Yeah, but is that a is that going to be Detective Pikachu, uh, which is going to be voiced by one of our, our heroes, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. But is that enough to be number one at the at the box office? I don't know. It's pretty tough. I mean, again, that's May tenth, so you got that's next weekend. I don't think I don't, it'll be I don't number think one. It, I don't no. think it can beat it. I think Avengers got at least a good a month. They could have a solid month. Yeah, yeah. If they if they have a, a month of limited competition, yeah, yeah, I think they're going to beat Avatar. Well, the funny thing about their let's and now they did one point two billion opening weekend. That's worldwide, but just mm-hmm. domestic, it was over three hundred and fifty million. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the next closest person at number two in the box office was in the like eight million range. So, like that is a massive despair, like yeah. gap. So, I mean, even if they do, let's say, uh, second week fifty percent of what they did in the first week, mm-hmm. yeah, you're looking at being over two billion after this weekend, and that's two weeks in the box office where Infinity War did two billion for the entire length of its uh, mm-hmm. box office. So. If it has a solid month straight, yeah, we we could be looking at it knocking I, Avatar off of uh, number one highest grossing this, movie of all time. Nothing coming up is knocking it off. If you want to go genre to genre, Spider Man comes out July second. That's, no, that's, that's two, two months, months away. From now. Yeah, so it'll be at four billion by then. So like it's it amazing. No, it's just it's gonna and it it wasn't cheap. Yeah, it was three hundred and fifty six million. That was the budget. Yeah, which you knew. Yeah. I I think it's. Where movies are getting to be that kind of budget, like, and mm-hmm. I think Force Awakens was around three hundred as well. Like, when mm-hmm. you're pretty much know for a fact you're going to make money, yeah, you can, you don't care. Like, I don't oh, think no, Disney's matter. like, no, no. Uh, Disney's like, oh, the um, uh, Avengers uh, Infinite or End a- Game uh, budget is uh, ballooning over three hundred million, guys. Like, you need to. Uh, Take it down a peg. Well, you're going to do three yeah, billion, so why don't you pump the brakes? Yeah, there was you know? no discussion of budget. No. Probably it was no, just no, like no, here's no, no. here's the check. Yeah, it's signed. <laughs> it's blank. See you later. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. see you later. Let us know how it turns out. You know, like you're not worried about. Yeah, and make sure you use those LED bulbs there. Yeah, you know, you gotta save on the electricity bill. You know, yeah. it's like no, it's like don't worry about it. You know. Yeah. And I'd love to see what you know. With Robert Downey Jr. is making on back end on this. Oh yeah, we've we haven't discussed that, and I don't know if a lot of fans truly know this, but when uh, Avenger, not Avengers, when uh, Iron Man first came out, uh, everything like this this phase of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, as everyone refers to it as the MCU, uh, began. It began with Iron Man in two thousand eight, and when Robert Downey Jr. was signed on. A lot of people, including us, were like, like he was still trying to make a comeback from yeah. his legal troubles and his personal problems yeah. and uh, trying to get there. And we were like, really? Robert Downey Jr. is going to be this new superhero that's going to lead this new 
cinematic universe of, of Marvel films. We're kicking yeah. it off, and it's going to be Robert Downey. Super we, odd casting. We already talked about this so yeah. many multiple times. Yeah. We were very blown away by that, and then we watched it. Yeah. And we were like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, Tony, he Nailed is it. Tony Stark. Yeah. So we we love that. And so with the success of that first movie, um, from there, uh, Robert Downey Jr. made a a, a deal saying yeah. anytime I appear as Iron Man or Tony Stark, uh, you don't have to pay me a lot, but I get back in. Yeah. And he made disgusting, like he's he's one of the highest paid actors um, well, yeah, because just, of this deal. I don't even understand. I don't know if that deal was obviously probably up, upheld in Avengers, I'm assuming. No, I mean, it, it's it's like in it it perpetuity. My guess is like yeah. he gets back in on, on any time he's portraying uh, yeah. Tony Stark or Iron Man. So, Crazy. uh, just yeah. this, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's insane yeah. amounts of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's nailed the character. So good on him. Right. Yeah. So, and nobody else can really play him. Funny story yesterday uh, while I was watching uh, the Raptors game, I was doing a little channel surfing <laughs> yeah. and, um, uh, AMC. Yeah. Which I've got a free preview on right now. I don't know why. Cause I don't All pay right. for the channel. Uh, had, uh, us marshals on. Oh yeah, Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. That's right. Yeah, he looks so young, and he's just like, yeah. yeah. I, was, I totally forgot. There's he was a in lot that. of problems on that set because him yeah. and Tommy Lee Jones did not get along. Right? Every Tommy Lee Jones doesn't get along with a lot of people, but well, that might not have been Robert yeah. Downey Jr.'s fault. Yeah, but. I don't know. It's hard to say, but anyways, <laughs> it was weird. It's weird seeing him in that because I only yeah. remember him now as like now I see him. He's like Tony Stark or he's Sherlock Holmes, right? In yeah. my mind, you know, they're doing another one of those too. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I, I enjoy the Sherlock Holmes movies, so yeah. I'm glad they're doing another one. Um, but yeah, it's it was weird. I was like, oh, I totally forgot he was in this, you know? Yeah. Now he's either Tony Stark, Sherlock Holmes, or of course his best role in Weird Science, where oh everyone knows him from Weird Science. <laughs> weird Science. So another bone to pick with AMC. Here's okay. what I don't get about AMC. <laughs> Here's what this grinds is, this my This is why gears. I don't pay for this f-ing channel, okay? This is, this is the deal, okay? <laughs> so again, the Raptors game did not go the way we wanted it to. Obviously, no. we live just north of Toronto, and uh, we, we got... We, yeah, didn't do well last night. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. So I was channel surfing, going back and forth, watching a little bit of the Bruins game and stuff. So after U.S. Marshals land, or ended, uh, Top Gun started. Nice. I was like, sweet. So I watched a little bit of that. Awesome. So then back channel surfing, went back to AMC, actually ended up catching the end of Top Gun. Great. Love the end. Awesome. Great. Guess what came on directly after? Top Gun again. Yeah, they do repeat. But yeah. it just drives me crazy. I was like, what? <laughs> Why? In case you just missed in it. In case you just, in case. <laughs> you don't want to get your lazy ass off the couch and go look at the remote. Here's another movie you could watch, or we'll show you the exact same watch movie again. Watch it again. again. <laughs> oh, it's just like, why? <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Anyhow, that's why I don't pay for AMC. There so. you go. Well, there Yeah. Uh, also, but AMC is Walking Dead, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I've also not watched any of the Walking You don't Dead. watch that either. But yeah. yeah. I'm eventually going to watch it. Right after you get on Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Are, they're on my bucket list of things I got to finish. Eventually, we're getting off topic yeah. here, but eventually I got you to watch Breaking Bad. So that was. Yeah, it took a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. So you got Game of Thrones and you got Walking Dead and then you're you're back in the nerd zone. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I keep getting caught up in other crap, right? So yeah. that's the other problem. There's so much good stuff. There's too much. I know. Like, it's there's just all kinds of stuff. There's tons of stuff out there. There's so much original content out there. It's just yeah. awesome. Anyways, okay, we're getting off topic. But anyways, all long right. story short, AMC, come on. A little variety. Come on. Come on. You're grinding. That's grinding my gears. <laughs> I'm not happy. But anyways, whatever. 
So AMC right now is like, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, I don't think AMC is listening AMC's to this like podcast. AMC is not really yeah. worried about yeah. what I think, you know? So. They, uh, they should be, though. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the Russo I'm a brothers. Consumer, you, know? you are. You're. <laughs> you are. I could be. I'd um, give you that buck fifty a month if you actually stepped up your game a bit. Yeah, don't show. Uh, they also. I, know, I wish they would. I AMC. wish it would have been like Top Gun, <laughs> and then it would have showed the ultimate fighter fighter jet movie, Iron Eagle. Uh, arguably, I mean, arguably, I know you like that movie better. The best. I mean, again, <laughs> Top Gun is just a poor man's Iron Eagle. I don't even oh. know. You can't. You just. It's a total ripoff film. Like oh, seriously, man. you can't. I was Let's not go there. Let's not Lewis go there. Gossett Jr. Yeah, and Jason Gedrick. Awesome. It's like, amazing. It's a great, it's amazing movie. movie. Yeah, I like how I yeah. like how in your mind though that Iron Eagle oh. is a poor man's totally. Top Gun. <laughs> Bruckheimer just knocked it off. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> disappointing, disappointing. Oh yeah. man! All right, Russo brothers. Yeah, Joe and Anthony. They yeah. directed uh, Avengers Endgame. Right. Uh, they clearly have done. They did Infinity War. Gotcha. But they've gotten involved uh, with Marvel before that. They directed uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, cool. as well as Civil War, gotcha. and then uh, Infinity War last year. So mm-hmm. these guys, what I like most about how they take the direction of the films is the humor. Yeah. Oh, I, agree. I mean, we get a little bit of taste of that um, in Infinity War, but I felt like it really, really, really was done well in Endgame. Yeah, I absolutely agree 100 percent. again they just we can we can it depends what, which way you want to go with this podcast i'm cool with whatever you want to do okay. if you want to make this just full-on marvel how mm. well they nail the genre or if you want to compare it to dc where we have both discussed how dc's casting is not even remotely as close to as good as marvel marvel just nails the characters yeah and they work well together yeah i mean even in, you and i mentioned Back to Batman and versus Superman, where Ben Affleck at one point made a joke as Batman, almost like trying to be a Tony Stark kind of character. I felt, yeah, and it was like just pump the brakes. That's not stay in your lane, bro. Yeah, that's not you're not that guy. (laughs) You know, like let's not get in there, okay? So, whereas I just feel like I feel Marvel, they really they just nail the cast, you know. And this one especially, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the the in between of the movie. Okay. You know what I mean? That's like at the beginning and the end, yeah, whatever. But the in between, the whole bickering about the time traveling, going back and forth. I mean, obviously you got Paul Rudd, crazy, yeah. amazing timing. Mark Ruffalo's got great timing too. Yeah, you know, got the Tony Stark. But I then just felt every know. everybody yeah. did really well, well with their Chris Hemsworth their timing, but he the stole the whole movie. entire yeah. movie. I think we're it. both in agreement yeah. there. Chris Hemsworth, um, and I think this dates back to the 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 genre flipping of the switch on thor yeah because i personally and i can say this as a massive marvel fan i hated thor and thor 2 dark world yeah not a fan i actually didn't even finish thor 2 dark world like i was not a fan at all so i didn't mind the first one second one i agree with you yeah the first one was okay Okay. it's an origin story and but i'm I'm not a huge it I'm was, with you on that. I'm not a massive Thor. Back then, I wasn't a Yeah, massive. correct. Yeah, yeah. So then everything switched when they had a brand new director, uh, and you're going to have to help me pre- pronounce his name. He's from New Zealand. Um, I don't know. I, I he, pronounce everyone's name wrong. I, I don't even know. <laughs> he directed uh, Ragnarok, 
And when I saw the previews, I was like, oh man, this might be a Thor movie that I really enjoy. And I did. I loved every second of Thor Ragnarok. And it was all because of Chris Hemsworth being able to use his gifts and his timing. And I don't think people realize how funny he is until you watch Thor Ragnarok. And the fact that they brought that Thor into Endgame was amazing. Yeah, I agree. Like, amazing. So the director who kind of switched gears and he directed uh, Ragnarok, it's it's... Takai Watiti. I think that's pretty close. Really? Yeah, that sounds pretty right. But he's from New Zealand, and he also... Hmm. Right. He Look. voiced uh, Korg. Korg, yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, I w- it was one of the things in Ragnarok where I'm listening to Korg, and it sounds like one of the Flight of the Concord guys. Yeah, that's what and, I always thought. Yeah. And the timing and that New Zealand sort of um, accent with the with the sarcasm and the, and the comedic timing. So when I went on IMDb to be like, oh, is that one of the Flight of the Concord guys? And it turned out to be the director. I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. And that guy was hilarious. So I loved that Thor. And the fact that they brought that into Endgame was killer. And even Cork makes an appearance. And again, if you have not seen Avengers Endgame, this is your chance. This is, we're, we're, we're going into spoiler town right now. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Thor showing up. <laughs> Now, okay, this is actually, we're going a little ahead of ourselves because they did uh, hunt down Thanos and Thor actually uh, executes him. Yeah. This is in the in the op- beginning of the movie. Oh, we're ruining the whole movie. Well, was, I mean, we're talking, it, again, if you haven't seen it, uh, we told you to turn away. So, yeah. uh, and come back after you watch uh, Endgame. But, uh, so it was like, okay, well that's done. And now I'm just depressed and I'm, I don't really have a purpose. So Thor turns into this, he, uh, beer drinking, yeah. uh, video sad game video game yeah. playing. That scene was so fun. Uh, just yeah. in the, in new Asgard, yeah. by the way, just taking over this fishing village or whatever it was. Right. And, uh, just putting on a beer belly yeah, and then dressing and they actually made the joke, which was hilarious that he looked like the big Lebowski. Yeah. The dude. Yeah. yeah the yeah. dude from big Lebowski. And yeah. that was so funny. And the yeah. fact that they kept that joke going right. The whole movie. Yeah. But Chris Hemsworth's timing, he, if there's an Oscar for sarcasm. Yeah. And not not just sarcasm, but just his timing. Yeah, del- very quick, very quick. His just delivery, boom, boom, boom. boom. Oh. It was just yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah, absolutely stole the movie. He stole the movie, you know. But you know, again, and you can't say he stole Ragnarok because he was a star. He was a star, so he was meant yeah. to do that, right? But again, but even if you think back to Ragnarok, him and uh, Mark Ruffalo played well off each other as well. Yes, they did. You know, yeah. so uh, I enjoyed those scenes as well. Yeah. Like when they escaped uh Jeff Goldblum. Um what was Jeff Goldblum? Was he he wasn't the collector. What was Jeff Goldblum? No, no, Grandmaster. Uh, the Grandmaster. Yeah, when they when they escaped the Grandmaster and they're they're out in the in the in the village or whatever it is there. And yeah. The the back and forth between Ruffalo and, and Helmsworth is really <laughs> funny. Like it's really really we, funny. Uh, it's great comedy. What you know? what happened? Oh we yeah. fought and I, I won yeah. quite easily. Yeah. That doesn't that sound, doesn't sound that right. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Like <laughs> 
that's like that's yeah know, that's quite enjoyable and that's what i think marvel does so well is they make a movie that's three hours long yeah it doesn't feel like three hours long you truly enjoy the movie at the end of the day i can honestly say i truly enjoyed this movie you, we could sit here and pick apart the plot or well we'll get I mean, to a couple of points that you know that. We, i mean yeah. it's again we'll, it's a sci-fi movie let's not let's not dive into this too deep right yeah. like there was some things you're like eh, okay maybe but at the end of the day they made a three-hour movie go by pretty fast yeah which dc does the opposite of oh my gosh you know they turn 60 minutes into 90 minutes pretty damn quick i don't know how the hell they do that yeah but <laughs> You know, you literally your head back in the theater, counting the ceiling tiles, watching Batman versus Superman. You weren't doing that in Endgame. No, you, you didn't know? want it to end. No, you were into this movie, and it was it was well done. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It. I can't wait to see it again. And again, I think it goes back to the fact that Marvel knows how to cast. They really, yeah. they really think it through. And I was even saying to you, and the writing the other day, like I when I saw Paul Rudd as Ant Man mm-hmm. way way back in the day. I was just like, this is shaking our heads. Yeah, this yeah. is this is Paul Rudd. I mean, I love Paul Rudd, but I don't see him as Ant Man. And now again, couldn't imagine him not being in the movie. Right? And he was like, actually a huge part of the plot for Endgame. Yeah. Oh, totally. There was no yeah. way, and we we should get into that. But yeah, his 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 timing, his jokes, bringing up Back to the Future, bringing yeah. up uh, oh, totally. Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, that that again, that scene hilarious right so i i feel like yeah. the the right casting uh they've been doing it all along i don't think there was ever a marvel uh in this like in these phase one two three of the mcu over the last 10 years i don't think that there was a casting choice where we were like man it uh, didn't work or yeah. whatever with main characters mm-hmm. and they nailed it like paul rudd was a huge part of this movie and i actually enjoyed the ant-man and ant-man and wasp um sequel as well and it was all because of him he doesn't need to be you know uh, like chris hemsworth right build he's just he's a he's a guy he's a thief he's uh cunning he's quick he's sarcastic he's fun yeah and it's really about the the tech right the tech is making him super small or super large so that's the the superhero part of it if you will yeah so really having the the character being portrayed so well by an actor who's got good timing right that's where i i completely agree with you i think they're casting the casting and the writing is what makes marvel leaps and bounds billions and billions in box office more than than any of their competitors for sure i mean i I mean you know whoever are the main you know writers producers whoever is is behind you know dc Mm-hmm. Probably got some kind of crazy advanced screening of this and saw it and said, "Yeah, yeah, they got yeah, us again. They got us again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And back so, to the the timing thing that you mentioned because, or, or the runtime because Infinity War was two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and you didn't, you were just in, you were in Infinity War, yeah, and yeah, and this one being that they were even, uh, there were rumors that. Uh, it was going to be over three hours. Yeah. There was rumors it was possibly going to have an intermission. Yeah, uh, they didn't do end up doing that. It was three hours and one minute, and you were just in. You were just not like bored at yeah. any point. It was so entertaining. I was more wrapped up into this than I was Infinity War. I will agree with that yeah, too. I was, I was more, way more into, was more this, into this, this movie. Yeah, yeah. and I got it could be because of the hype. You yeah, know, because it was like End Game and and the but hype Infinity was War insane. set that up though. 
Yeah, true. Right? Yeah. Like it yeah. ends on this cliffhanger. It mm-hmm. ends on a downer. Yeah. And it's basically a five and a half hour movie cut in half. Right. So that's where I felt back to our our discussion about the box office where Infinity War left it like that. Yeah. And they were doing it within a year, not not a two or three year gap, but like immediately a year later, here's the conclusion of what left you like, oh my God, yeah. the end of Infinity War. That's where I feel like why people are seeing it, you know, in droves that yeah. this opening weekend. There's just this massive want and need to see how everything turned out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Insane. Insane. Yeah. So right. we should go to the plot. All so. Right. Let's not pick it apart too bad. No, 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 no. I mean, we, let's both preface that by saying we. I I love this movie. Yeah. I I and like you said, it's extremely enjoyable, and you can get three hours and not complain about it being three hours because right. it was so enjoyable. I'm not saying let's discuss the plot as in like pick it apart. Right. But there are there are a couple things that I guess like no movie is perfect. Right. So I will say the the one thing I noticed. So the whole idea uh, behind their plan uh, was that they could somehow use uh, Ant Man's uh, the the quantum realm right in order to come back at a certain point of time and get the Infinity Stones before Thanos discovers them right which would then uh, you know negate all their friends being snapped and blown into dust and yeah. well half the fifty pl- fifty percent of the population yeah. yeah so I mean. Solid plan, yeah. You know, solid idea. Uh, we always I, knew it was going to be somehow revolving around time travel, even before. Yeah, I mean, even when I watched Infinity the War, only the be. only thing I could think of was Doctor Strange, yeah, uh, because he had the power of time ma- manipulation. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was going to somehow be involved. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I like the way that they worked in the quantum realm and the Ant Man, right? Because it made sense, yeah. What was for him being you know five years in the quantum realm was really five hours right it we bought it yeah yeah it was it was it was viable as a way as a plan yeah so the one thing that i noticed watching it uh and again i don't want to pick the movie apart at all because i loved it Mm -hmm. but just yeah how quickly the problem was of manipulating time to their need for the plot right and I feel because the movie was three hours, they're like, okay, we can't spend a lot of time figuring out the 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 how. Yeah. So don't need to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> exactly. So one of the things I noticed about the whole time travel theory, it was with Tony Stark. They bring him the the problem, and just how quickly he was able to solve it. And I yeah, that to me was just like, it was like, all right, we're rendering this model. Thanks Jarvis. And uh time yeah. travel solved. Yeah. Don't worry if it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, it worked. Oh, yeah. it worked. Oh, all right. Yeah. 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 They could have just, yeah, they could have spent another minute or two on that. Just him attempting it and yeah, struggling. Cause he struggled. He was in a cave for quite yeah. a while, you know, developing the initial the technology. Iron Man. And movie, then yeah. again, back, in his lab where he was you know nailing the uh, the flight patterns and everything yeah so he spent quite a bit of time doing that but in this one time travel was like i got this i got it not a problem it, it was it was a little too yeah, quick little i, I would have i would have gone out with like a two minute or even 60 second montage that yeah. would that would have been and he's sufficient on, he's on a farm yeah 
how good's the Wi-Fi out there? Like, honestly. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're not in the lab. No, he's in the sticks. You're sitting yeah. out there. You're out in, you know, Yehupitsville, whatever, Kentucky. Yeah. You know, like, whatever. You That's know? true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, come on. You know? Um, One thing before, uh, how cute was the the daughter? Well, daughter thing. was great. Daughter so was really great. that was yeah. adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great for sure. Um, so yeah, Tony had like, okay, we're I'm done. I'm moving. I'm moving to the farm with with Pepper Potts, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna and they have a daughter. So it was just like it was just uh, he wasn't gonna be in, and then he's like, all right, the scientist in him kind of took over. Yeah, but how quickly he solved the an issue that have has never existed in in yeah he was pretty quick in their that. history yeah. it was like boom time travel solved all right good now let's move on so that I, that was just one thing that i noticed yeah but yeah anyway the humor of yeah. around the whole time travel plot though yeah was it was really enjoyable. funny yeah yeah really yeah. funny yeah and also i mean even when robert Downey jr came up to the avengers facility met steve rogers outside gave him his shield yeah and then made the comment how he had to get it out of the garage before his daughter used it for sledding. Yeah. That was really funny. Again, more <laughs> comedic parts that just make yeah. the movie good, in my opinion. So, again, well, those, then are, those the, are the things I enjoy. The time travel um, then continues with them going back in these different stages to try and find Yeah, that was my favorite stones. part of the movie. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. So I loved the, I think my favorite, um, no, it's hard to nail down a favorite because yeah. I loved the Captain America one. Uh, and him, it was Cap versus Cap. Yeah, I did enjoy that. And then Loki making off with the Tesseract. Right. Um. Yeah, I felt all the Captain America stuff in that in that sort of time travel piece was mm-hmm. was really really good. The him fighting himself was really really clever. Yeah. And I love the the joke about um, that's America's oh, ass. America's ass. Yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, d- I definitely, yeah, and then just the whole, the way that they played that whole scene through was very cool, right? Yeah. You know, and, and the whole idea of... Brought back a lot of yeah, actors. Well, yeah, 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 they brought back the actors, but also the way it all played out and tied into the, because that was from Age of Ultron. No, oh, that, was, was, that, was that was the original was the Avengers. Original? original Avengers? Because, yeah, Loki yeah. was the bad guy. Was oh, that the original? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. I gotta rewatch Age of Ultron. I know that's like the worst of them all, but... I didn't enjoy I it as much yeah. as um, the first Avengers. I watched uh, yeah. twice in the theater. Uh, loved it. I, Ultron was okay. Yeah, and then Infinity War, amazing, and then Endgame was. Yeah, just I think Ultron is like fourth in probably everyone. I would agree. Most people's list, you could say. Yeah. Now all four are still solid movies, but yeah, yeah. I for some reason thought that was an Ultron, but. Yeah, if up. Loki was the bad guy, then that would have been the uh, first. Yeah, Avengers. even the way it played out and Hulk coming down the stairs and everything, I really enjoyed all that. Like, it's a re- it was a really great scene. I, I really liked it. Also, Him getting mad about the stairs was funny. Yeah, and I liked the scene with uh, with War Machine and and uh, and Nebula. Yeah, um, with Star Lord. You know, I enjoyed that scene also. And yeah. Of course, the Iron Man, Tony Stark scene back at the um, with Paul Rudd. Was he with Paul Rudd? Who was he with when he went back? When uh, when uh, Tony Stark went back. Oh, it was with uh, he was with Captain America. He was America. Captain America. That's right. Yeah, Captain and they America, went yeah. back to the seventies. Yeah, the seventies. Um, yeah. And he actually got to meet and hug his father. Right. Uh, one cool note about that scene that I noticed was um, Howard Stark's driver, uh, who's named Jarvis. That's mm-hmm. where he got the name for his operating system that helps him. Mm-hmm. Um, was the same actor that plays Jarvis in the Peggy Carter 
TV show, Agent Carter, mm. also by uh, Haley Atwell, who yeah. makes an appearance in this movie as well. Very cool. Yeah. Never watched that show before. Pretty good show. I, yeah. I enjoyed it just because I, I was a Marvel fan. Right. But uh, it was it was pretty well done. I'll put yeah. it on my list. I liked I liked Agent Carter. It was good. Yeah. But it was Walking I like how they used the actors. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Agent Carter. There you go. Yeah. It's on the board. But now going oh back to that Loki scene. Yeah. With Loki escaping with the test wreck. Now right. Loki's not doesn't die. Right. So with that too, uh, I do know in the new uh Disney Plus service that is launching in November, right. there is going to be a Loki um uh, led by Tom Hiddleston uh TV show. Interesting. So that sort of makes me think that that's why that they, they wrote that in there. Right, gives them an an out to get Loki where he's going to be because he's not he's not referenced at all after he escapes with the tesseract. Yeah, in that scene of the time travel to that time. Right. So my theory is that they did that in order to explain him being alive and having the the show that they have planned for Disney Plus. Gotcha. gotcha. When Disney Plus launches, man. Oh, it's gonna be just crazy. They yeah. every every Marvel movie, every Star Wars movie, That's every Disney a... movie, every Pixar movie, yeah. every Fox, yeah, every own property. It's gonna be a license to print money. But original yeah. content too, like this new Loki series. They're gonna have the Mandalorian, which is a John Favreau directed series about Star Wars. Right. There's gonna be insane cool stuff on there. Oh, I know. They're yeah. gonna take it to another level. Yeah. You know? Which is fine. I mean Netflix is going really heavy original regardless. So Yeah. Probably by the time this rolls around, there'll be probably more than fifty percent original content anyways on Netflix. Yeah. Plus they're gonna lose a massive amount of their library. So yeah, it'll probably end up being because Netflix was like right away with Infinity yeah. War and yeah. Thor Ragnarok and yeah. yeah, so they're gonna Disney obviously pull all their content yeah for their own streaming service yep but that does explain the Loki uh, thing yeah I was kind of wondering about that too yeah so. then the Thor time travel sequence where he had to get the he went with Rocket Rocket yeah again <laughs> the two great, of them the two of them together were great that scenes. was really yeah. funny yeah so we're gonna go and uh, stick the princess with this thing and yeah. yeah just Rocket was yeah Bradley Cooper voices Rocket yeah uh that was really funny and then Thor uh team like getting to sort of I I think everyone had a little bit of closure mm-hmm. uh with this time travel like Thor being able to reconnect with uh, his mother played right. by Renee Russo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tony Stark in the seventies going and, and actually being able to, uh, converse and hug his father, which was really funny because the the father didn't know, right. That this is his son as a grown man. So, but again, this is what, what I love about the Marvel universe is that this is a full on action movie and we're speaking more about the comedic timing and, and scenes that made us laugh throughout the movie. Yeah. But even though these scenes are all pivotal to the movie, yeah, we're not as, you know, as concerned with the actual scene as much as we are as what happens in the scene and how mm. enjoyable the scene was. I agree with that. And that's what Marvel does so well. Yeah. That's what they nail. Yeah. So, anyways. And then the whole everything again with, yeah, Chris Hemsworth as yeah. this this fat and oh, drunk so funny. <laughs> Thor. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I... Yeah. It kills me. And then Renee Russo tells him to eat a salad and stuff. Yeah. And oh, Jesus. Again. Constant fat jokes yeah. again. and beer drinking jokes. An so. important scene, but that's what we're concentrating on because we enjoy that part of the, yeah. the movie. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. Yeah. Definitely the, the, the time travel back, all those scenes, I really enjoyed. 
And especially, yeah. I really enjoyed, I think, the Star-Lord scene because that's the beginning scene in, in the original Guardians. Yeah. Where he's singing around, singing away. With the headphones on. With the on, headphones yeah. on. And seeing it from the perspective of War Machine and Nebula watching him, mm-hmm. hearing him sing, you know, with the headphones on, dancing around, and War yeah. Machine just turns to her and, so he's an idiot, you know? Like, again, <laughs> yeah. you know? Because that's, yeah. again, but you're seeing it from a different angle, you know, based on, you know, remembering back to the first Guardians, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, those scenes were There's great. There's a lot yeah. of nostalgia, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, um, everything in all those time travel where we have to get the stones, with the exception of maybe the one where Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow go to get the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it is sort of a flashback to, you know, uh, the scene in Infinity War right. with Thanos and Gamora. Right. But not as nostalgia-based as the other ones. The other ones had a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, that that was more just yeah. tearjerker, you know, you're going to cry a little bit. At I did like the... Uh, yeah, I there, love that character, Stonekeeper. Yeah, he's cool. He's That's a cool badass. Funko Pop, yeah, too. Badass. Yeah, I would love to get my hands on that Yeah, I've Funko been Pop. bringing some things online that they're going to be writing him into more. That the Russo brothers really like Stonekeeper. Yeah, they wanna. It is a Stonekeeper, right? It's not yeah. Red Skull. It's Stonekeeper. But he looks like he Red looks Skull. like Red Skull, but he's not yeah. Red Skull. He's Stonekeeper. Yeah, he's a Stonekeeper. Well, yeah. that's what they call this this character. Yeah, I don't know if it's any relation to like because he he looks like Red Skull. Yeah, they were actually trying to get the actor that um did Red Skull, right. who's uh, the guy from The Matrix. Right, 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 right. Mr. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember yeah. his name off the top of my head. Um, but yeah. that actor, uh, and he turned it down. Mm. So they actually found, uh, and again, I, don't, I know you don't watch The Walking Dead, no. but there's a character named Aaron, and Aaron uh, in real life is an amazing impressionist. Okay. Like he does a billion voices, uh, some of the, like, uh, Bat- Brad Pitt, uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, of the classics like Walken and whatever, right? Mm. But he does a spot on amazing impressions. You should actually YouTube. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name right now, but you can look that up. But it was Aaron on The Walking Dead. If you Google the actor's name mm-hmm. and impressions, there's YouTube clips that he put out of him killing these impressions. So yeah. the Russo brothers went to him and he oh we should have both known as hugo weaving hugo weaving we sorry that. is the we actor we yeah. both knew that not the actor from walking dead that's no, the actor that's, from the matrix yeah. yeah yeah and the guy from jumanji's uh, rise 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 Dar- uh, derby derby oh rice derby rise yeah. derby yeah yeah again should remember that too but keep going <laughs> yeah and now that i'm actually thinking about it it actually is the russo brothers who are um very much uh, in love with red skull not stonekeeper so yeah, they, they want to write more Red Skull in, not Stonekeeper. Just oh, okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, okay. So everything I've said is basically just wrong. No, no, it's because Stonekeeper. So anyway, they Stonekeeper is an incarnation of some kind of Red Skull. Yeah, I don't know. It's some. There's got to be some sort of connection there. So the they actually found they they asked this this actor from The Walking Dead, right. and he nails a Hugo Weaving right. impersonation. So he actually is doing the voice in. Infinity War and uh, Endgame. Ah, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So when you get to that scene, there's again, there's so many deaths in uh, the end of Infinity War. And of course, you know, they're trying to fix that, but there are deaths in Endgame. And I think the first major one is Black Widow. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, again, 
the only way to get the soul stone is to give sacrifice something that you love. So Hawkeye and her kind of going back and forth. No, it should be me. No, it should be me. No, it should be me. And it was a, it was a fun little, you know, no, I, I love you. So I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Yeah. Nice <laughs> sort of scene there. You know, yeah. Like who's going to actually sacrifice themselves. And then she ends up being the one who sacrifices herself and, uh, they get the soul stone that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the whole gathering the stones, the plan was to make their own infinity gauntlet. Right. Which they did again. Fairly easily. Pretty easy. Yeah. Wasn't too hard. <laughs> yeah. So again, whatever. I mean, whatever. I guess the technology was there. You know, you can find anything on YouTube. Yeah. So well, I'm sure that's what they did. Yeah. Well, yeah. why not? Right. Like, so, let's just YouTube this son of a bitch. Yeah. So bing, bang, bong. There you go. <laughs> and we made our own gauntlet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I guess I'm trying to think of like storyline here that yeah. Thanos. It's hard because gets... you've only seen it once, right? So you're yeah. so into it. So you're trying to remember yeah. everything. Only seeing it once is hard. Uh, I can't know? wait to see it again. Yeah. So then Thanos gets wind of their plan because of Nebula. Right. So Nebula is part machine. And so through that, their future Nebula that is trying to help uh, gets sort of crosses waves with past Nebula. Right. And then Ebony Maw sort of picks up on that and right. they. they get these scenes out of her head. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so here's one thing. So then Thanos finds out the plan and yeah. blah, 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 blah. We, we blah, get to, yeah. we get there. But, um, what the, yeah, the one thing that, that got me as well, uh, didn't quite make sense was with a time travel genre. Mm-hmm. And again, it's sci it's, this is complete fantasy, you know, superhero movie right you can't read too much yeah, into don't read it. too much into it yeah, yeah but when they face off and future nebula kills past nebula right she should have yeah ceased to exist at that yeah, point exactly. right yeah yeah how do you kill your past self and then still be in still the present? be in the present yeah that to me is the one i would say probably the only besides how quickly and easily that tony stark discovered the fix to do time travel. Right. That to me was like, no, that doesn't, that, I, I almost go want to do some Googling to see if maybe there is an explanation. And I'm just missing it, but that would be probably the only plot hole when you're doing tra- time travel that, that just didn't sit with me. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, the, the, the good, the current good Nebula just killed the past Nebula who is very Thanos, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, helping Thanos right that how does that work like yeah I don't know that to me was one small plot hole yeah I was like super into time travel in like the early 90s so I did a lot of research back then but I haven't followed the technology (laughs) now where it's gone you know I don't know well I love how they went over like the okay don't interact with your Pass, yeah. like all the time yeah, travel they, they, stuff yeah, right the stuff right yeah yeah the yeah. rules yeah the rules um, hot tub time machine rules we knew all those rules yeah right? like you're gonna yeah don't mess with the past because it will affect the present correct you know, blah, that's blah, why blah, they blah. had to go back right after winning and put the stones back where they were so nor not disrupt right the future uh, which I get, uh, whatever. I was like, okay, I don't care. I buy it. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But, but it, wouldn't Loki escaping with the Tesseract affect the future? 
Yes, a hundred percent. So really, anyways, whatever. We're diving. Too oh, far you just into. found another plot hole. Well, I'm just saying, and when you think about it, because in the Tesseract is yeah. in uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, when you would in, think about it, yeah. right? Like there's, but again, again, <laughs> you're getting. All right, we you gotta. You, you just can't. You can't just. You can't do that, right? Yeah. Because yeah, that's the, what. Yeah, you just can't. You no, can't, I, you know. I hear you. No, that that is that. You're right, though. Yeah. That that is a plot hole, right? Well, there. when you start thinking it through, right? That's, yeah. yeah. But but again, I think it's impossible yeah. when you come to a time travel movie. You can plot. You can poke holes in the plot for any right. time travel film. Right. But that was just one that stood out, and you just you just discovered another one. Right. But and again, we're not picking this movie apart too much because we loved it. No, we're just, just going out of our way to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Oh uh, well, hey, we gave fair yeah. warning. All right, yeah. Sure. So sure. we can we can talk uh, carte blanche here because okay. I, we said at the beginning we warned you if you hadn't seen it yet to uh, to put this on pause, go watch it and then come back because we are spoiling the shit out of this movie. Yeah, yeah. I know Kevin um, Smith did a massive uh, YouTube video on it and it had spoilers all over it and and I guess some people. We're trolling well, don't him. Still, watch it. Yeah, we're still busting his balls about ruining the movie. And it's like, it had spoilers all over it. And Kevin yeah, Smith don't was like... Don't watch it if you haven't yeah, seen the like movie. It, yeah. we, we warned you, so seriously, yeah. you know. So. Same thing. We were so excited to talk about this. And we were even contemplating talking about this podcast. We're like, okay, do we do like a preview one? And then weeks from now, we'll do an end game podcast. Yeah. But you know what? If you haven't seen it yet, just don't click play. Yeah. Like, we'll... In, in the podcast thing i'll put spoilers you yeah know? well so but it's so much fun to talk about and we and we just saw it and we want to see it again why would we not talk about it in great length and the people that of the 1.2 billion dollars of people that saw it on opening weekend mm -hmm. can still tune into this podcast and and reminisce and enjoy what we're talking about yeah so i think we're, i think it's fair game if you well, yeah make comments do whatever it's all in yeah. fun you know we're not out to no you know, if you haven't seen it don't listen yet you know like <laughs> honestly i what bothers know? me is yeah. people that go out of their way to watch content or in our case listen to it listen to content mm. about a subject matter that you have you're you're seeing the title end game uh, like in Kevin Smith's case, uh, right. his review of Endgame. Right. Don't click play. Don't, don't watch it. <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. Don't click it yet. Yeah. Same thing with this podcast. If yeah. you haven't seen it yet, we're gonna, you're gonna. Why would you click play and listen to a podcast about Avengers Endgame if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet? Right. So I think we're fine. Yeah. Um, Here's another spoiler for you. Yeah. Will Smith's playing the genie in Aladdin. That's not a spoiler. No. <laughs> that is a horrible fact. I totally thought that was just a rumor. Is that true? That's true. That is straight up true. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. Not cool. Not cool. Uh, so where were we? Uh, Thanos. Yeah. So then it was basically the they're battling him now because he found out. Right. They easily could have gotten away with his plan, but through Nebula's incompetence, oh, they that's mean <laughs> they found out. <laughs> he found out about the plan, and he's like, F "This." Yeah. And he. Like, yeah. He yeah. came, he came a uh, coming for them. Yeah, so yeah. then there's the massive cool battle scene. scene. I mean, cool scene. like when he when he arrived, that was a very cool scene. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that scene. Well, you were yeah. thinking at the beginning when they just, you know, he's sort of retired, and he's in his little village or on whatever planet he's on. It's not a village. Well, I he's, mean, he's there by. Himself. He's the only person. But a village is more people. He's literally by technically himself. a village is more people. Sorry, yeah. I apologize. It's his lonely hut. Yeah, he's just there making stew. 
Yeah, out of some sort of weird Washing the dishes vegetable. like Tony was. Yeah. yeah. Coming up with time travel things. Yeah, I really felt that was quite the domesticated Thanos that we didn't need to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I've been picking this fruit and I'm making a stew. Yeah, and yeah. That, that scene to me cracked yeah. me up a little bit. It was similar to you know Skywalker and The Last Jedi drinking the milk from that wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was very reminiscent of that, actually. Yeah, it was like yeah, we didn't yeah. need to see that scene. How he's surviving. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a how luke skywalker's surviving i know he's a jedi that's how he's surviving he's not yeah. surviving off this wall versus you know breast milk i don't have to Blue see that thank you i'm good yeah. i don't need to see thanos pick carrots and start you know chopping it up and yeah. making a stew like i'm good you know but it was funny how at that time when they at the beginning when they found current day thanos and just easily murdered him yeah um that you were like, okay, I know it's a time, like they got into the time travel stuff. Mm-hmm. So you were thinking, okay, they're definitely going to have to, but you, were you thinking at all, okay, Thanos is just done? No, I didn't think You that knew at he all. would be back. No, I knew he'd be back. It was, okay. They had to, they had another two hours and 20 minutes. To yeah, film, it was super know? early like, in the movie. Yeah. Super early in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, no, no, I, I definitely thought, okay, yeah, there's definitely more. Obviously, a ton more to this. Obviously, Thanos couldn't just be done, done. Yeah, right. So, so it was cool that yeah. they brought Thanos in the way that they did, and they had their massive battle. Yeah, no, the way the whole movie played out, I felt well. I didn't really enjoy that scene. It felt mm. very Shrekish. Like I, I wanted to see a f- donkey walking around and stuff. Like it just, it just didn't really. You're talking about the beginning, the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just didn't like that scene. You know, okay. I mean, that's kind of how it ended in infinity war right he was kind of after he snapped his fingers he was on what seemed to be almost mm-hmm. like the planet by himself right wherever which he is was what he wanted which is what yeah. he wanted which is where he was i don't know i just felt that scene awkward you know yeah. but at the same time i mean i understand the way it the way it now seeing it it, it all ties in together mm-hmm. i felt it was very like yeah very quick another very quick scene you could mm-hmm. say right but again it served its purpose. It was at the point to like yeah. throw us off. It, yeah. We're, we're not waiting the whole movie for them to battle. They like killed him right. and then circled back to right. past Thanos battle. Yeah. So the yeah. scene made sense in terms of yeah. the whole flow of the movie. So it did make sense. So the battle yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Like really, really intense. And then mm-hmm. of course, um, them figuring out the way to bring back their friends yeah. who are then able to help them defeat Thanos uh, was really good. Uh, There was one thing that we noticed that was kind of like, I don't know if we needed that. Yeah. Which was when Captain Marvel finally came back. And we knew that that was going to happen when she's like, I'm busy. There's a lot of planets to help. I'll see you guys later. I'm like, at some point, uh, she's going to come back and help them. But when she did, and then it's like, no. She has help. Yeah, that and it was scene, yeah. all oh. the female Avenger characters behind yeah. her. Yeah, uh, that was just a little, a smidge on the cheesy side. There's a bit of, there's a bit of cheddar, a little bit of cheddar, a little bit of cheddar, a little bit of gratin on top of that. But yeah. again, whatever. I mean, it is. But for female superhero fans, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I felt it was a little too on purpose. Yeah, I think without the she has helpline yeah where you just saw everyone sort of getting her back and it was all female characters i think would have made the point without stepping on the point's throat yeah do you know yeah. what i mean yeah i don't it, think you needed the dialogue to go along yeah with it. I exactly agree with you. I, agree yeah. With you. I think it would have made yeah. the same impact 
not saying that line yeah. and you just seeing her being backed up by all the female right. characters without that oh she has help yeah, and you would have got the you would have got the it. gist of it yeah, yeah i agree i agree yeah. so again uh and i did find out um after that i guess that is part of the comics uh Captain Marvel leads an all-female uh, cast of heroes in uh, Adventures, and it's called A Force. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was scene was done on purpose in order to push that idea forward for Phase Four. Now that this MCU era has ended, mm-hmm. um, so maybe we'll we'll see if that's a thing. If A Force is coming down the pipe, but yeah. not, no word on that yet. Seems like you know, we've already got Ocean's Eight. I don't think we need anymore. <laughs> yeah, Ocean's Eight and the Ghostbusters, the all female Ghostbusters. That was that was a treat. And you haven't seen Ocean's Eight, you have you? I refuse to watch Ocean's Eight. I heard it was, and it has nothing to do with anything. The fact no. that I just heard it wasn't a it good just wasn't movie. A great movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing. The cast but, was the cast was great. Oh, solid great. cast, solid cast, amazing yeah. cast. Just not a good movie. I mean, same with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is amazing cast. Yeah. You know, super just talented people, super just talented not people, done just well. not done yeah. well. Especially the Bill Murray cameo. I really that still upsets me. But anyways, that's not a yeah, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, but so, uh, so then they have the big battle. They do what yep. they need to do, um, and then of course we have the conclusion, right? Uh, and again, if you're not if you're listening to this and you're haven't seen the movie, then you are just straight up silly. So. Well. There's no the cat's out of the bag now, so there's no point in stopping yeah. now. So, so uh, I think so. Tony Stark, uh, Thanos puts back on the gauntlet that they made, right? Uh, and was about to wipe everyone out. And Tony Stark found a way to somehow, and it's not easy to get the stones out. I should point it, that it, out. That was yeah, <laughs> because even when Thanos or like they were yeah. in Infinity War, like there's that like, almost like a magnetic pull to them, you know, yeah. like it, it took a lot of effort. Yeah. to get them in or or out but it seemed like he pulled like a like a a cup game you yeah. know where it's like yeah 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 like boom 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 so that card trick like hey three hey, card monty hey, three yeah. card monty hey, don't we, look over here yeah, look over here yeah, where's yeah. the ace where's the ace oh wait yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go i stole your wallet you know like whatever right yeah. like and yeah. then the stones are gone out of his well uh, and, the, and the thing is so they they built the gauntlet yeah and then thanos blew the sh- out of their headquarters yeah and everyone survived everyone survived which is neither here nor there but i'm just saying and then it was literally 30 minutes of everyone racing around trying to get this gauntlet yeah the gauntlet was being it was like it was like a rugby game and the stone stayed in yes none of them not even one was like oh crap you know like get that you know nothing stayed in but then tony just kind of like managed to do his trickaroo. Now again, he is Tony Stark, so he had to yeah. give him a little bit of credit. He's you know he's pretty tough. But how he got the stones? But how he got out the stones there, out yeah. was just a little too easy, in my yeah. opinion. Again, maybe we're again we're getting we're diving too deep into this, right? Like, but you got to admit yeah. that gauntlet took a pretty good beating for yeah. About people were throwing minutes. it, kicking it. Yeah. it was getting yeah you know, stomped on, it stomped was, on, yeah. and it was. It was fine, you know. It was no problem. But Tony pulled the old switcheroo. Oh, switcheroo, and <laughs> and then because he's a hu- he is human. Yeah. Him snapping his fingers and getting rid of Thanos and all of his people into dust. Yeah. Uh, was too much for his human form right. to to take. Thanos is, you know, an alien titan god like right. 
being. Being is the and even thing. Hulk has strengthened the the fact that he is the Incredible Hulk. Right, I get that, but so I so Tony makes it happen, and then we lose, and in, to me this is this made it gave the movie a l- even more heart than it already had mm-hmm. that Tony Stark did what he did to bring everyone back and get rid of the enemy at the cost of his life, even though in this five years in the future and everyone's half the world is gone, he's found this peace and this happiness and made a life for himself with the, with a new daughter mm-hmm. and knowing all that still made that decision Right, uh, and we lose was ar- arguably the first and most important character in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Just yep. amazing. Like yeah. t- to me, that was like you knew somebody. Like, and we yeah, we lost Black Widow and mm-hmm. other people, but that was like that was that was big. Yeah, that was massive. Yeah, no, it was, and and again, but they did it really well. Yeah, you know, and you knew you kind of felt like that was it was going that way i think when he hugged his when he got to say goodbye to his dad in in the past Mm. that to me i I, that was my first Mm. like uh, i think that you know this is where this is going yeah Mm. yeah but yeah i mean it was it it tied in well they did a good job on it mm -hmm. i mean the ending was a little depressing we didn't need that but i guess you had to end it on that depressing note you know so i think it's it the whole mcu starts with tony stark yeah and it ending with tony stark right. is a poignant way of of going about it mm-hmm. i don't i think him finally being not a hundred percent selfish yeah and really i don't know i just it, to me it was satisfying yeah but selfish tony stark is so much more fun he's so much he's a yeah drinking whoring that's the best that's that's the tony stark iron, i'll always remember iron man suit making tony that's, stark that's sarcastic real, guy yeah. that's the real tony yeah. stark in my mind not this oh i'm a loving father and oh i'm gonna save the world and sacrifice myself the real tony stark would not do that yeah the that's very true the but having said that you've changed man who Tony Stark. Tony? You've changed, man. Well, uh, he he did. He had a daughter. And look and, what it got you. This is what happened. He should have stayed the way he was. <laughs> then maybe he wouldn't have saved everyone. Yeah. But this scene... we have an Iron Man 4. Oh, man. Yeah, we're never going to have another Iron Man I movie. I know. That sucks. Well, what you a, never know. Well, what about... Um, we, have a, we have a Black Widow movie coming out. <laughs> well, now that's... It has to... You would think it has to be a prequel, right? Well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, what, what you're going to have to. It's going to have to yeah. be a prequel movie. Yeah, yeah, there is a Black Widow movie uh, shooting. So. Yeah. Uh, I also felt at the at the end, uh, the funeral was really well done. Mm-hmm. They brought back a crazy amount of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene with Happy Hogan with his daughter. Yeah, that was, was yeah, depressing. No, it was beautiful, man. Oh, you're getting. It was you're, beautiful. You're getting sappy. No, I am. Yeah, that 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 got to me. Uh, that was beautiful. No, scene. I know. Yeah, and then of course the movie ends on also Cap. Yeah, uh, fulfilling his long-awaited destiny of of mm-hmm. living a full life and and with Peggy Carter. Right. Uh, to me, that was also beautiful. Mm-hmm. That that really wrapped up the character very well. Yeah, they did a good job on that. I'll admit. Um. Him passing it off. Now there he there was that moment there between Bucky Barnes and Falcon mm-hmm. where they were like, 
And Bucky Barnes said, no, it's like you should be the one yeah. to go and sit with him. Yeah. Because in the comics, um, when Captain America dies, uh, it, there are two versions where Bucky Barnes becomes Captain America mm-hmm. and Falcon. Mm-hmm. So they, they're clearly going the Falcon route. Right. And so you can definitely expect that in phase four. Mm-hmm. That will have new Captain America movie starring um, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, yeah, yeah. Uh, from a Falcon turning, sort of passing the shield mm-hmm. uh, and becoming Captain America. Now that did that did occur in the comics. That'd be interesting. Uh, but I I thought that was beautiful too. I think mm-hmm. Captain America having that sort of end where he he got to have that life he wanted instead yeah. of instead of being frozen in time. Uh, and coming out and, and Peggy Carter being gone and all of that, that, that to me was also really, I just warmed the cockles, you know, it was a good, good conclusion to, to, uh, Chris Evans, uh, contribution to the MCU. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the end of that one as well. So yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about the movie? I mean, no, no, I think the we covered Thor a lot stuff of it. No, we covered a lot of it. Made so some, funny. I think we crossed most things off our list that we wanted to discuss yeah. overall. I mean, there's probably points well, that we're I'll, going off of yeah, watching it. Off I think, of watching it. Yeah. You know, I'll think tonight I'll think of like, Oh, I should have said this, I should have said this, but, but anyways, <laughs> but whatever, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Um, yeah, overall, I just, yeah, I thought it was a well done movie. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we can't like wait said, to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to see it again. We could sit here picking parts of it uh, like forever, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, very this, few. This, this. There wasn't a ton. Yeah. Overall, I think it was done well. It it yeah. uh, it, uh, it was a three hour movie that felt like a two hours ten minutes. Like it did it it did a good job of that. Yeah, I loved all the characters. So yeah, good job. I can't wait to watch yeah. it again and see a few more things that maybe we missed. Uh, yeah. And enjoying the scenes that I loved again and enjoying the Chris Hemsworth stuff and all the, the jokes and yeah, all of that. I, I, I'm really excited to watch it. Yeah. I know, uh, I know time. that I enjoyed the movie cause it's one of those movies when I'm, when I see it in theaters, when the movie ends and I'm still sitting in the theater, I think I can't wait till I, I can own this on Blu-ray. Nice. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, it was one of those movies, Yeah, you know, and now we're in the day and age where, you know, I'm, I'm buying very few Blu-rays compared to what I used to. Right. Yeah. Like I actually, probably buy more on itunes now than i've ever well, wait for the disney plus service yeah. do you th- yeah. you don't think this movie's going to be on there come springtime like if, oh yeah of course of course so it is but i mean this is, this is the one where you know we're we're we have to have steelbooks steelbooks yeah. yeah there's no doubt about it yeah. like i don't even know if best buy's got the pre-order yet but if it is i'm gonna get on it like tonight yeah you know <laughs> and i'm way, gonna pay way, way too much for the pre-order like the steelbook's gonna yeah. be like 20 dollars more and i'm gonna bitch about it <laughs> but i'm gonna pay it <laughs> even though the blu-ray in yeah. the steelbook is no different than the regular blu-ray I but know. i'm gonna pay the extra 20 dollars for the steelbook because i'm a steelbook whore yeah and i love the steelbooks <laughs> but there's no difference in the steelbook book but i'm still gonna pay the 20 bucks more so i can have the steelbook Thanks, on my Best shelf Buy. with every other avengers movie that i bought in the steelbook even though there's no reason to spend that much more for it it's just cool though but it's cool yeah and if the pre-orders are up we should maybe grab a couple more and we should raffle them off oh that'd be a cool prize raffle them up, prize them off we yeah do that. yeah that'd be cool yeah we want to give a shout out to our prize uh winner we gave away an avengers endgame uh pack we had a that was a cool pack funko 
pack, a two pack of Barnes and Noble, Hulk and Thanos. Yeah. And then a war machine, Amazon sticker exclusive. Yeah, those are both too cool. Uh, so we, we ran, we ran that contest going into the opening, uh, weekend and, uh, will Hild Hildebrand, uh, won the contest. Yeah. He's from St. Catharines, Ontario. So congratulations again to will. We'll do another contest soon. Again, we should say, all of the Avengers Endgame Funko Pops are available on kdogandfish.com. So go and grab them while you can. Wave 2 got announced today. Yeah, at least they're a, pretty cool. At least a couple of them. We will get those on uh, kdogandfish.com for pre-order. Yeah. I believe the drop date is June 6th. Uh, but mm-hmm. we'll have them for pre available for you to pre-order on our website uh, this weekend. Um I don't know what else. I can't wait to watch the movie again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I can't wait for even more Funko Pops. We should actually have another podcast where we're just talking about all the Funko that came with it, and we'll do. Yeah, some- I really enjoyed this this the the entire in, um, Endgame series. Yeah, where I didn't actually, I wasn't a huge fan of the Infinity War series. Mm-hmm. And I definitely wasn't a huge fan of the Wave 2. I thought the Wave 2 for Infinity War was kind of weak. Kinda, yeah. Kind of weak. The Bruce yeah. Banner was cool. Yeah. And the Young Gamora was pretty cool. But I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm really I'm pretty pumped about how well they did Endgame for sure. Yeah. And this Wave 2 that came in today was really cool. <laughs> and as, like you said, imagine the movie moments that are going to come out. Oh. Like they're going to be really cool. I hope they do a, a Captain America versus Captain oh, America. Oh, that'd be, that'd be awesome, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, there could be a, a Thor rocket two pack. Yeah. There could be, there's so much. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. they they really nailed it on the Funko side for this one. I really yeah. and I'm assuming it's just the beginning of the of the wave twos. Oh, it's there's no way they're just sticking yeah. with the ones that were announced today. Well, no. only only one was an exclusive, so we got one Fye Thor exclusive. Yeah, but we still there's going to be a Walgreens. There's going to be a Hot Topic. There's oh, going to sure. be a box lunch. There'll be way more. At least I hope so. so oh yeah, and we'll get them all. There's, there's, of course, oh, we'll get them. Oh yes, <laughs> like the, like the Infinity Stones themselves. <laughs> we will collect them all and make sure we give them to you guys. Yes, even if they're hard to get, unless you're Tony Stark, because then you can just take them. And, yeah, you just yeah, yeah. literally fall off yeah, into your fall hands. Fall off into your yeah. hands, and then you make your own gauntlet and snap, and then there you go. <laughs> Movie's over. But we're not picking it apart. We're not picking it apart. That's still a great movie. There's we nothing wrong it. with that, you know. Uh, and it'll be really cool to see how it fares in the box office over the next few weeks. So oh, it's going to make so much money. It's, I can't wait to uh, see that. Like you too. said, we looked at the box office, man. Nothing is knocking it off until yeah. it's got a month, I think. I think it'll be really cool to see how many more Funko Pops come out. We'll see which exclusives come out now that everyone knows, you know, sort of what happens in the mm-hmm. movie. They'll slowly start doing that. Well, it'll be really cool to see how much money it ends up making. Will it crack the top two? There's there's a lot of cool stuff coming up mm-hmm. with Avengers Endgame, and it's not going to stop because there's even another Spider-Man movie this summer. Right. Like, it's just non-stop fun. Yeah. Um, and we're here to shepherd yeah. you through all the fun. We'll talk about it more. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time, thank you again for tuning in to our podcast, which you can listen to on our website, kdogandfish.com, SoundCloud, and uh, subscribe to on iTunes. Search K-Dog A-N-D Fish. And same with our follow us on our social media. And check out all the fun uh, Funko Pops we have for uh, on the website too. Right. Until the next uh, podcast, I am Fish. Ma-mo-a. Ma-mo-a. Yes. Apologies <laughs> once again. We apologize. To I feel like such a dick. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. We. I-
it, it's fine. It's fine. I'm K Dog, but I feel bad. <laughs> it's all good. I'm a horrible person. No, that is not true. Yeah. Jason will forgive us. Mamoa. I know. Yeah. I feel bad. It's all good. Okay. Next time, folks, we will catch you later. Thanks for tuning in. See you.